We're live. Word. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Kinetic Coffee. This is actually episode 23. Um, the crew will be on here, I think. A uh, bunch of people said they were going to join us, but so far, it's just me and Josh. What's up, Josh? What up? Just drinking my coffee. Hell yeah. Now, I'm hoping, since we're live... Oh, there's Jake. Let's see if we can add him. There he is. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Good. I'm glad you're wearing pants. With your hair. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so Word. it's proven that Jake Welcome. is wearing pants now, but uh, there's no telling if Josh and I are wearing them. I'll, I'll let everybody guess. The other day when I was doing the strategy calls, I was wearing a collared shirt and uh, nothing on the bottom. No pants. All right, just kidding. I was wearing pants. I'm, I'm wearing pants, just so everybody's clear. All right. So if anybody was wondering about pants, there's your answer. Um, We're all wearing them. If you guys are on Facebook or YouTube and you want to comment... Uh, just throw your comments up there, and we can actually show the comments here on the screen, um, which is cool. So get get involved with the comments. All right. So anyway, here's where we're at. Broadcasting from Colorado when the state issued a stay-at-home order yesterday. So um, Katie has been giving me shit because she is deemed essential by the state, and I... <laughs> I'm a complete pile in comparison. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you're essential, then thank you. And if you're not essential like us and we're just sitting around with no pants, then there's that as well. Um, but anyway, at our at our gym, uh, I've gotten the opportunity to catch up with almost every single person this week on a Zoom strategy call, which has been awesome. And we're diving into our resilience challenge. Um, Jake and Josh, are you guys doing the resilience challenge or is it just, just another day for you because you already do a lot of that stuff anyway? Uh, a mixture of both. <clears throat> a mixture of both. Uh, especially now since we have more time and more things to focus on, like, uh, it's just being amplified. So it's not really that I'm doing the resiliency since I've always been doing it, but, uh, I definitely take some ideas from it and kind of ran with it <clears throat> myself. So. Definitely. What about you, Jake? Yeah. <clears throat> and for me, like you said, it's kind of just another day. I, I, I do a lot of the things that are in the resilience challenge as part of my morning routine. So um, I'm really glad that we're all doing it because I think a lot of people can benefit from it. And it's definitely helped me out quite a bit doing those things every day. So I'm glad to see everybody else is, is attempting them or trying them. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a good opportunity to get some good habits done. We talk about this all the time with training. Uh, the, the thing is that trumps everything else is consistency. So if we can get consistent with a lot of healthy things, then it's going to be good. Um, do we want to go around and talk about our morning routines or is it too private and we don't want to share it? <laughs> no, uh, I, can, I can do that. I could leave some stuff out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's do that because I think it's cool for people to hear, like, you know, we've been doing this for a while, um, but, you know, let's let, let's talk about if you're changing anything to your morning routine now 
or maybe what it was before this and what it is now, or maybe if it hasn't changed, just kind of go over it. Um, yeah, but you don't have to put in everything if there's something personal. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go first then. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so typically I've stopped waking up to an alarm, uh, which has been quite nice. Uh, but with that, I'm still waking up at between, you know, seven 30 and eight o'clock. So it's, it's been pretty beneficial with that. So a natural wake up instead of a harsh, harsh tone with an alarm, uh, only because I'm in a situation where that's, uh, feasible right now. Uh, as soon as I wake up, of course, um, you kind of mope, not mope around, but, um, just trying to get the day going. So typically I'll jump in the shower just to wake up a little bit, get, uh, some awareness going start off with some water uh and then from there i kind of uh sit for a little bit go through some meditation practices <clears throat> uh, just to uh clear the mind I've, I've noticed that during a lot of this typically you start to think about uh, stuff that's bigger than you and what's going on in the world today and things like that and uh, that takes a lot of energy so i need to slow down uh initially in the beginning of the day just to recenter myself and focus so I can be happier, uh, more positive. I shouldn't say happier, but more positive throughout the day, having a positive outlook. Uh, I found that to be beneficial. I noticed that the very first part of this um, whole staying at home thing, I was I was feeling very weird and awkward and kind of in a funk, uh, very negative. Uh, I noticed that when I went to the grocery store the first time after this has all started, uh, I had a weird connection with people. I didn't want to be around them. Um, I felt irritated and agitated. And then I noticed that my meditation at that time had helped me get through those scenarios with my breathing and stuff like that and calming my mind. So I find that meditation is key to set uh, the positiveness of the rest of the day. So I've really focused in on that. Uh, and then typically after that, I'll kind of uh, get coffee going, kind of get some random stuff out of the way. Uh, I've been doing intermittent or uh, time-restricted eating, so I'm not eating right away when I wake up just to, to slowly process what's going on and get aware of the day so I'm not thrown into it, so it's an ease. So I'll typically eat maybe around you know, 10.30 or 11, kind of pushing it back today so we can do this. But um, yeah, after that, it's just uh, you know staying uh, mindful of what's going on, aware, so I'll watch some uh, YouTube stuff. I've been listening to a lot of Alan Watts, um, some stuff that, you know, learning history, stuff like that, reading books. Uh, and then typically later on the day, I'll, I'll start lifting and, and kind of continuing on with that. So uh, making sure I eat proper nutrition is key. So I've, I just bought a lot of vegetables uh, yesterday, more than I probably normally do. I'm not meal prepping in that sense, because I do find that cooking is actually a stress reliever. So I'm in the kitchen more, um, preparing food, especially fresh food. I'm not having to heat it up, you know, a second or a third time. It actually tastes a little bit better when it's cooked the first time. So I've been keen on that. Um, and then just kind of, you know, being mindful of what's going on throughout the day and controlling my thoughts. So it's kind of the gist. What about you, Jake? Uh, <clears throat> my, mine's pretty simple. It's actually, it's gotten more elaborate the more that I've, I've done it because I've added some different things into it. Initially, it was just meditation in the morning, but now it's like um, I'm still trying to maintain a consistent wake up time uh, for me between like six and seven is usually when I get up just because I'm trying to treat 
these days is uh, just another day. That way I'm just consistent and I'm able to handle it a little bit better mentally. Um, and then I go, uh, I don't even get out of bed at that point. I, I lay in bed for about another 20 minutes. I do, uh, I do my Wim Hof breathing and then I'll do um, a 10 to 15 minute meditation depending on how much time I have. And then after that, um, I go right into uh, my cold exposure. So I do my cold exposure in the morning. Uh, it helps me wake up a little bit. It's actually like one of my favorite parts of the morning besides coffee. Um, and it helps clear my head and helps me like focus and get in. Uh, and when I add that to the meditation too, it actually just makes things that much better. And then after that, I go into, uh, I do some journaling. I try and do at least uh, one short entry per day just to kind of, you know, process things and keep things on track. And then from there it's coffee. And if I have time before I hop into work, it's, it's like 30 minutes of reading if I can get that in and, that's that's it's about it for my morning routine awesome um yeah and you guys a lot of people listening to this have probably read tools of titans and i'm one of them and one of the things that tim ferris goes through and asks is like what what is your morning routine do you eat breakfast do you not eat breakfast um all that kind of good stuff so i i think it's important to note that some of the top performers in the world they all have some semblance of a morning routine but they're all a little bit different um so mine um, is is a little bit different from both of the, these guys. So this is in an ideal day where I'm getting up uh, before before the babies get up. So um, yeah. <laughs> so I'll um, I'll force myself to chug like 16 ounces of water like immediately upon waking, and then the first thing that that I do is uh, a journal process, and I have like a template for it. You know, I have affirmations and just things that I'm focusing on for the day, gratitude, all this kind of stuff. Uh, from there, I'm going straight into Wim Hof breathing and it's sort of like my charge up for the day. And when I feel really charged up from the Wim Hof breathing, I'll, I'll go take, take my shower and visualize and everything. I generally do a shorter cold shower uh, in the morning, but my, my cold therapy is typically in the evening. Um, that's, that's if I'm having a really good day. Uh, the the thing that I want to add on to this now that I have more time in the morning is a walk with no sunglasses and possibly no shoes. Uh, we're gonna see if I can do no shoes, no sunglasses for ten minutes after after that whole routine. So, um, yeah, the walk is something I'd like to add to it. The for me the if I have time, I'll do the meditation in the morning. I used to always do. 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening of meditation, but uh, that's changed to Wim Hof sort of substitutes that in, and I'm doing the meditation more formally in the evenings. So um, do we want to talk about evening routines too, or do we want to jump into like uh, what you guys are doing now to combat stress during the day? Do we have time to do both, or do you want to uh, one? Let's do both. <laughs> Why not? Okay, that thing broke up a little bit. So I guess since, yeah, let's, let's go through the day now. So like it, uh, before, and then we'll do evening routines after that. So like for you guys, if uh, you're not having the best day mentally, uh, do you, do you give into that? Or is there something that you guys do uh, that's not alcohol or drug related uh, to, to help with that? Um, yeah. I oh man. Start. Do you want to go, you want to go first, Josh? 
No, go ahead, because uh, mine's getting really choppy, and it's kind of hard oh, okay. to okay. hear. Um, the <laughs> I I used to like like when I would, when I would have days like that where um, I guess now would be a perfect example where I get like cabin fever. I'm just really stressed out, really tired. Um, I would usually try and salvage it at some point and then end up not doing it and just putting a button on it and saying, that's the day I'm just going to chill and bring my body back to baseline. Um, but to try and like maintain some sort of productivity and be a functioning human being, um, there, there's an app that I found it's called tide and it monitors breath work and you can do short breathing cycles throughout the day just to kind of get you to come back to center and that's been my kind of my saving thing right now and then i guess just breaking up the monotony so if i have extra time i'll read more or um i'll try and fit my exercise in between when i you know i have projects i'm working on or things like that cool i like it josh are you with us or are you frozen and broken up I think you're frozen. He looks back. Frozen. Oh, the voice is back. <laughs> Your face is frozen, though. All right, go ahead, dude. Yeah, it's better now. Oh, hey. All right, go ahead, man. Let me. Uh, let me see if I can come back. If you guys can hear me. We can hear you. Good. Should I go? All right, you're frozen again, so I'm going to go, yeah. and then, yeah, uh, go. yeah. So um, we're right now. It's like good days and bad days, and I'm finding what helps me is some sort of like really monotonous, repetitive task. So if I go do another 10 minute walk, or if I just do some step ups or something like that. But if it's uh, if it's extremely stressful and I can get away, I'll add another Wim Hof cycle in in the middle of the day. So. Um, Josh, are you back? Uh, well, we'll come back to you. Let's go okay. in the evening. All right. Evening routines. Evening routines. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. He, he added another. Josh, are you there? Oh, we got, we got him in. Hey, now I'm on top. Look at that. Yeah. Josh. All right. Hello? Let's go evening routines. Yeah. Wait, are you here? Oh, man, it's so choppy right now. Like, All right, just ignore it. Josh for now. Let's listen to Jake. Jake's evening routines. Okay. Here we go. Uh, it's it's not as elaborate as the morning. I um, I try. <laughs> I I've, I've been I've been doing tea, and I started doing that uh, a couple months ago. And I actually, Brian, the tea that you recommended is my my favorite now for that, which is the the caramel whatever the whatever you call soothing it soothing caramel yogi tea soothing caramel yep so um i usually i i try and i try and get that in about an hour before i intend to go to bed so uh that way if i have to you know pee beforehand that way i can actually get it out that way my sleep's not interrupted by that i don't have to constantly get up and you know uh do that but then typically before bed um I'm trying lately now since I've been like on my phone and on social media and on the internet, just nonstop for like the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to set it down and either read before I go to bed. Um, if I want to journal again, I have an option to do that. 
Um, and then there's also nights where, uh, like last night, for example, I, I binged on Mindhunter and I started <laughs> watching that. I'm, I'm like almost done with season two. So just kind of anything to not really, I guess, distract myself, but just to relax and watch things that I enjoy or do things that I enjoy before I fall asleep. Gotcha. Josh yeah. is now trying to come back again. I think hey, we're good. Back. All right. Okay. So where Number we lost 30. you was like, uh, if you're having a really stressful day, what are some things you do to combat it during the day? And then, and then we started evening routines. Okay. Uh, so to combat stress and all that stuff, um, I've been really in, what's that? Sorry, never mind. Oh, uh, Tony, Tony was commenting on, on the tea and he says Jocko white tea is a good one. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so to combat stress and uh, the negative thoughts throughout the day, uh, I'm really into this whole idea of uh, being aware and consciousness and understanding what's going on with the ego and things like that and the world and what we have control over and what we don't. And to, to in my, in my brain and, and the way I think in my thought processes, is to kind of think in a universal term, uh, like how things are really broken down and the significance on, on where we're at uh, in place of the world, right? So when we think of something negative or bad happening, like the virus right now, um, it's nice to take a step back and really focus on like where you are consciously, right? Uh, what are your thoughts telling you? Your ego is, is almost like that shield that protects you in survival mode and creates false images, right, so to speak. Uh, so it's, it's in my ability to really train my mind in the sense that I need to watch those negative thoughts as they unfold, identify them, and then hopefully I could subside them with positive counteractive thinking, right? Because we're not our thoughts. We're just the thinker of those thoughts. So to allow those thoughts to pass releases that stress and anxiety that I have built up with that. So that's, that's what's been really helping me out is to kind of think of uh, myself is part of a bigger structure, a bigger universe, uh, and it really helps me get through certain things. Just just having that understanding and awareness of where those thoughts come from and where they stem from really helps me combat the stress and anxiety. Does that make I sense? Like it. Yeah, totally. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I like it. It's like another perspective, and if you can catch yourself in that moment, that's hard to do, though, especially in times of stress. It's hard to pull out. Oh, it's so Very hard. Dry. Off, off of that, John, I really, I really like that. By the way, um, off of that, there are like there are two two sections out of Marcus Aurelius's meditations that talk about a, almost exactly what you're talking about. Like mm -hmm. you said, when you when you kind of get bogged down or you're in time of stress, it's it's beneficial to take like a bird's eye view of everything exactly. like, to realize where you fall in the universe and like where you actually are in society. And the other thing too is with this happening right now, the biggest thing that's actually helped me or has been a comforting factor for me that kind of goes along with what you're talking about was that this isn't the first time this has happened to anybody. So right. this is this is this has happened to millions of people. Time is just a repetitive thing. It just happens over and over again and you just have to learn how to handle it. Totally. Yeah. And what's so crazy is that as us humans being alive right now, we've never experienced this, so it feels new to us. But this has happened over and over throughout history, right? And what exactly. we failed, what we fail to do is live in these moments rather than going back in our history and our past. And this is why I'm so big on human history, uh, is really learning from those those practices that were done before and seeing how we can apply it in our times now. And having that overall view of how this works 
uh, really helps me out in the anxiety level. Uh, and, and really, I don't feel a lot of anxiety. Of course, it might be my situation and what's going on, but I've, <laughs> but I've also been in uh, deployment situations in the military and things like that. Uh, I've been in uh, chaotic situations that really helped develop my mind. And, and right now, this for me is, is almost like a walk in the park. I don't want to minimize anybody else's struggle. Uh, but I have experienced uh, some some really intense situations where this to me is is really nothing. It's just kind of like a walk in a park. It's really helping me focus on who I am as as a conscious human being. So <clears throat> I know all of us have our own experiences, and we're going through this in our own ways and processing and interpreting it. So I just I, I, my advice for people is just to be aware of your thoughts. And as soon as you can be aware of those negative thoughts, we have all the control in the world to change those ideas and thoughts. So, the the other thing too that that I've tried to I've tried to get through to some of the Valhalla athletes um, is is just the ability to to be adaptable and the ability to seek out opportunities where there may be a negative viewpoint of what's actually happening. So, like um, like you can't train necessarily how you used to but you can do something. You still have you to still, do something. Yeah, you can still totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I'm reading a, a new world or a new earth right now by Eckhart Tolle. And that thing is really powerful. So I, I've kind of been learning this stuff uh, a roundabout way. Uh, but once I picked up his book, he really touches on this uh, wholeheartedly. That's, that's his whole message is, is to awaken the mind and the ability to control negative thoughts and things like that and, and diminish the ego that we built up that really creates these filters and, and uh, makes it like a, a dramatization of what's really happening, of what we can really do to control that. So if, if that made sense. Um, but there, there's a lot of literature. There's a lot of philosophers that I've really looked into and kind of helped me out and, and really trained my mind. Sam Harris is a, is a really good source on, on how to control those thoughts. So there's just so many resources out there that can really help you through all this. Right. Right. That's, that's why he's so big on meditation. You know, Sam, Sam yeah. Harris, like it's proven the more you meditate, the more you get that view or it's like a buffer. Right. So exactly. you guys, you guys know me, I'm like default, default, like reactionary. But if you see, if, if I've been meditating, you'll see I'll pause for a second. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just adds that, but that's what I'm trying to talk about on the strategy sessions with all, all of our athletes right now that have never meditated before. It's, it's like training, right? Where it's really tough when you first start, but the more you do it, the more you get used to it. And the more you see the benefits, even when you're not meditating, like in your, in your daily life, and you can get more to your perspective, Josh, the more you're, you're doing it consistently. Um, totally. I didn't mean to cut you off, Jake, Ryan holiday. No, no, I was going to actually ask you. So when you, when you're talking about meditation, have you talked about monkey mind at all? Oh, a little bit, but in like okay. beginner ways, like okay. just because I want to get there. I'm doing weekly check-ins with everybody, but some people have literally never done it before. So I want them to do the on-ramping of like the headspace app first or Sam Harris's like beginner stuff first. But, yeah. app is but I think you should talk about it right now because I think it's cool to understand that as they as they get into it more <clears throat> well i actually i don't know i don't know i know like a base concept of it and i just kind of i have my own interpretation of it so i don't know if i'm entirely accurate um but it's the so especially with sam harris like with that app too josh i'm glad you recommended it because he he's like one of my favorite 
like for morning meditation stuff. Um, it's just, I think it's just the idea that, that when you're trying to meditate, it's constantly, it's not the absence of thought, which, which a lot of people think it is. It's actually you being aware of the thought process that's going on and then catching yourself in that moment and then coming back to the present moment with like breathing and, uh, sounds and just tactile cues, like touch where you're sitting, what you feel. Um, and usually at least, especially for me, uh, since I'm a little bit newer at meditation, a lot of my meditation is, is like me catching myself, catching myself, catching myself. And then the last like two minutes before I'm, I'm finished is where I get like clarity. That's where I'm, where I'm very chill. And I don't, I'm not even thinking about anything. Um, and I'm a little bit more aware of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. That, and I think one of the apps, I can't remember which one it is. I, I think Sam Harris's is the best because his, I, I just like his voice. You guys, I put a video out of our athletes earlier in the week just that's, saying that's right. I don't really like the Calm app because the girl annoys me, but I like Sam Harris's. <laughs> uh, either in Sam Harris's or the Headspace sort of like we'll call it onboarding for lack of a better word. They describe uh, what Jake is talking about as you're like sitting on the side of the highway and you're just watching cars go by. When normally, if you're in this regular thought process, you see this truck, which is some thought, and you chase after it, and you chase on that thing, and your your brain just keeps going and going and going on that one thing, where if you meditate, you can say, oh, that was a brown truck. Cool. What's next? And then you're, you're now just aware that, oh, I had that thought. I had that feeling. I had that emotion. And then you're just analyzing it, and you're saying, oh, that happened being aware of it rather than uh, chasing after it and getting into some sort of anxiety. Um, so I think, I think that's for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's what I've been doing to combat stress and anxiety is through openness, consciousness, being aware, uh, really diving into who I am and uh, not, not so much who I am as an ego standpoint, but who I am as an objective viewer of my thoughts and the reality around us. Because ultimately, like this will pass. Uh, we don't we don't have a future because it hasn't happened. The past is already gone. It just flows through. So you all you have is this one moment, and to really focus on thoughts and negativity that you have nothing in control of in the future because it's not there. Like all you have now is to be present in that moment and make yourself a positive human being that can really contribute and really change things. You know, so. Yeah. But over, overall, that's just where my thought is, my head is, uh, kind of working on myself in that regard as far as stress and anxiety in these times. And then as far as my nightly routine, um, I typically like to, uh, after I lift, I'll, I'll typically like to unwind for a little bit. I'll definitely roll out, do some mobility stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll make dinner. Uh, this, this time right now, I don't have anything prepped. So, of course, cooking is, is a big thing for making dinner. <laughs> and then... Uh, at night, yeah, it's just, I feel like I study a lot uh, in learning uh, different things across the board, whether it's in philosophy or, you know, anything science-related, nutrition, physical, fitness, stuff like that. <clears throat> so I really find that that really helps me calm my mind. Or, you know, sometimes I just want to zone out a little bit. So I'll put on a Joe Rogan podcast or, you know, whatever may be out there. Right now, I'm really big into the Tiger King. So that's been fun to watch. Uh, and I use that to de decompress and then... Uh, kind of just relax from the day. So, and then typically I before I haven't seen that yet, I'm excited <laughs> to watch that. I got to watch it too. I haven't seen it. I, 
It's the greatest story ever told if you haven't seen it. It's it's literally the greatest thing ever invented. Well, captured, I should say, not invented. Um, it's mind-boggling that the humans like this exist in the world today. And it's it's uh it's a real look into how human nature has evolved from where we were. So that's that's why I like it so much, is just the human standpoint. But uh before bed, I like to take a cold shower. So what I'll do is of of course I'll wash up with hot water and then that last, you know, three to five minutes. Um, depending on how long I want to stay in there, I'll progressively get colder and colder. And the ultimate goal is to get it all the way to cold and stand there for maybe 30 seconds to a minute and really focus on my breathing and really control the thought. So that's the meditation aspect of that is really just, okay, mind over matter sort of thing. Like this isn't going to kill you. You're okay. Like just breathe and relax. And then from that, I really focus on like how I'm shivering. If I can control the shiver in my body to where it's non-existent anymore, I have succeeded in my cold bath, right? Sort of thing, cold shower. And then when I get out, I don't typically dry right away. I'll stand there and keep my breathing going and I'll let the cold air come in and just be in that coldness, right? And then when I start to dry off, I'm no longer cold anymore, not even in that that moment. So from there, it kind of, it slows my heart rate down. My blood pressure goes down. My mind is calm. And then by the time it's time to go to sleep, I've, I've already relaxed enough where, uh, <laughs> yeah, where I've relaxed enough to, to kind of have a, a nice restful sleep. So, and you know, there's, there's a, there's an interesting thing about that too. Like people who actually, it doesn't even have to be a cold shower before bed, actually doing that, or just even like wetting your hands. And obviously at this point, wash your hands first, but wetting your hands and then uh, running water over your face or splashing your water over your face. Those two areas, along with your feet, have a dense amount of capillaries. And what ends up happening to actually stimulate sleep, this is from that sleep book that I read, is that yeah. if, you, uh, if you use the water as kind of a, I lack of a better term, a conductor or a, either it's pulling heat away from your body. Basically, there's a drop in temperature in your body. That helps stimulate sleep. And that's why those showers and things before bed are so beneficial. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's been huge for me. You guys know I'm such a shitty sleeper. The cold therapy kicks off my entire evening routine, which is almost entirely to get to sleep. So the cold therapy is either a cold shower or in my ice tub. And uh, I'll do the Wim Hof right after and do a 20-minute meditation. And then I'm basically just chilling and um, I'm, I go down pretty hard. So when you when you do the uh, the cold showers, I, I was actually going to ask you this because I tried this the other day. Um, instead of going straight for like six minutes, like I normally do, because you know we talked about how the fact that your body gets used to it and it's not even beneficial anymore. You don't, need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I tried in the middle of it where I got to three minutes. I would stop the stopwatch. I would crank it back to hot. Then I'd stand there, wait until my body got used to it again, and then I'd go back to cold. Oh, that's interesting. For three minutes. It, it's pretty intense, but it's actually a lot better than just trying to go straight for six minutes. Yeah. Or however, however long you go. I usually play with, cause the water comes in. So I would, yeah. I would normally do half the time, like on my front and then I flip over and then it's like, Oh, but, uh, <laughs> it's been fun to play with starting on my back, uh, first. But yeah, like Jake said, like when you're getting three, four and five minutes, like time, you're not watching the clock anymore like there, there is no shivering. You're just, you're adapted. So yeah. at that point, it's, it's really time to step it up to an ice bath. 
because uh, oh, yeah. a lot of the benefits come from the actual shock to the system and the way that your body goes into just defense mode. So there's never been a time when I'm in my ice bath and I can think about anything but just fucking staying alive. <laughs> so I, I, I forgot to post it, but I have video of me. Katie was making fun of me when it was all snowy. So there's like yeah. this much snow on top of the ice bath and I open it up and it's like 35 degrees and I jump in and she's just laughing at me. And I only, I only made it like a minute, but, uh, I'll, I'll try to remember to post it. Um, but, but yeah, so these things are all good and yeah, I, we're, we're way longer than I wanted to go today, but oh, I yeah, think yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was good to discuss. Um, but I'd, I'd like to just kind of end it there. I think it's good for people to, to hear about the routines and the way you, you guys think about it, unless you want to add anything else. Uh, no, I mean, for the most part, like the biggest takeaway I have from all this for everybody to maybe take away for themselves is being consciously aware of what's going on, the thoughts in your mind. Uh, I, I know we're going through a lot of issues in the economic standpoint, financial crisis, and that's going to be a, uh, a big, um, I don't, a big attraction for what's coming. Uh, it's only going to get worse as this this time perpetuates and it builds and escalates. Uh, and all we have are our thoughts, right? We can either dwell in them and and kind of you know dwell in the emotions of things, or we can really just be aware of those negative thoughts coming up, analyzing it, and realizing it's not the end of the world. Uh, and we need to create a new plan to move forward. So just being consciously aware is my biggest takeaway from, from this whole conversation for people. For sure. Yeah. And I, I would say, uh, especially with any of the, the things we're doing, the resilience challenge, or if you're like trying to add different things into your routine, starting small and then increasing yeah. the amount of time you spend doing that's going to be the best because it's actually going to help you build a habit. You want to try and use these things to actually make your life better, not just to do them during this time to get over the hump. Um, they're actually going to be really beneficial for your life even after this all blows over. So just spending time working with smaller chunks and then working your way up like you would for a workout. You don't start at RX or you don't start with like 300 pounds on your back. You work your way slowly to get there. So Totally. Those are good points. Yeah. For sure. So stay strong, guys. Uh, if, you're, if you're one of our athletes, um, make sure you're jumping on the strategy sessions with uh, me and, and coach Jake, if you're in Valhalla and, uh, yeah, reach out if you guys need anything, we're here, we're here to help you. So, um, I'm going to end the, the broadcast, but if you guys could stay on for a second, that'd be good. Sure. Cool.